Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. How's everybody doing? I trust that everybody had a great 4th of July celebrating the birth of the nation or somewhat something of that nature. You know how that goes. Anyhow, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Ecom YAU. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Walking fast, I better slow down. I better Mm. slow down. Eric Hayes is in the house. Robert Davenport is in the house. How are you doing, Robert Davenport? Bruce Pollard said, we had a good fourth to work, Nick, for gun safety the whole day. I love that, man. I love that. AVQ is in the house. He says, yesterday was a good day. Spend the whole evening with friends on the boardwalk watching fireworks and hanging out. Hanging out. Never seen it that packed full with people before. I love it. I love it. Davenport says, greetings, progressives. And ecom one a e is it e c o m one e c o com ecomi one a I think that's what it is. Well, you you'll correct me. All right, Eric says. Guess what? The White House now stands for cocaine. Welcome home, Hunter. You know, I that's what got me. I knew as soon as cocaine was found in the White House. That all the right wingers are going to start saying, oh, 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 Hunter Biden, the coke addict, brought the coke to the White House with the number of folks that are out there. Who knows? It could be. It could be a Hunter, but it likely wasn't. So you want me to tell you what I think? Conspiracy theory. I think this was designed because let me tell you what I think. Let me tell you what I honestly think. I think because Hunter Biden went to the White House for that dinner, that somebody got paid to drop a little bag somewhere, maybe a dime bag or something like that. And then it somehow got found. This little bag got found. Little tiny bag got found. How did they find it again? Ah, who knows? Hey, the truth of the matter is, I don't know. I don't know. Do I care? No. If it were Trump in office and somebody found a bag of Coke in that office, would I care? No. Would I mention it? Yes. Did I mention about Hunter Biden uh, for finding Coke? No. Did I mention that Coke was found in the, in, the, in the White House? Yes. Is it a big deal to me? No. Michael Ryan says cocaine in the White House. This is Trump's Coke. Yeah, maybe Trump left the Coke there. You know, we don't know. Could be that Coke left the truck, like Coke, that Trump left the Coke from the Coke brothers. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyhow, Robert Davenport says, hello, Bridge MCP. AC Rodriguez is in the house. He says, sup all, sup all, totamos aquí. AC Rodriguez, todo está copacético aquí en el país. Bridge says, don't care, could be anyone's absolutely so unless they go take some fingerprints and see hunter biden's fingerprints on it means he probably didn't touch it right but what can i say all right okay i have you know i have a a video that i 
just just got through doing the video and the reason i did it was something i saw in morning joe and i was going through what what we're going to talk about today etc and i said you know what i just want folks to see what the pathway the sycophancy looks like mitkawi owasi oh oh e2247 you're messing with me on those um those things again but anyhow i want you guys to see this i just put this together I, 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 I had to do it after seeing Morning Joe while I'm spinning on the bike this morning. I'm spinning. After getting off my 6 o'clock show today, I had to go spinning, you know, get some of that. Although I'm tired as hell. But check this out. I want you guys to listen to this. And then we'll take it on the other side. This is what I call the path to sycophancy. What kind of sycophancy? The Trump sycophancy. There was a time that Senator Lindsey Graham, he had some semblance of honor. You know, he even had a semblance of who Donald Trump really was. He really thought that Donald Trump would have been a cancer to the Republican Party, something that he was right about. He actually thought that, the, that all the bad things that you hear us say about Donald Trump, those of us on the left side, he's as far right and conservative that he is. He said the same thing. I want you to remember this. I want to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. I don't know who you are, and I don't know why you like this guy. I think what you like about him, he appears to be strong when the rest of us are weak. He's a very successful businessman, and he's going to make everything great. He's going to take all the problems of the world and put them in a box and make your life better. That's what he's selling. Here's what you're buying. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. He doesn't represent my party. He doesn't represent the values that the men and women who wear the uniform are fighting for. I've been in the Air Force for 33 years. I retired this June. He's the ISO man of the year, by the way. Now, what happened? What happened to Lindsey Graham? It turns out that maybe there's something behind the scenes. We don't know. But this is a guy now that after Donald Trump has committed so many illegal things, bad things that we are throwing him into the court system to solve. We have Lindsey Graham that is coming out to the defense of Donald Trump. We have Lindsey Graham that is saying, you can't do this to Donald Trump. And he's crying as he's asking his constituents to give Donald Trump $5, $10 or whatever, or maybe just pray for Donald Trump, pray for him. He needs your prayers. The guy who said he's worth billions, the guys who said he wasn't going to take a penny from the American citizens as he served his country. He was going to do all these great things. He was going to have infrastructure day. We had infrastructure week every week. Never happened. Of course, El Senor Biden has given us not just infrastructure week, but as he says, infrastructure decade, because the plans to rebuild the infrastructure is going to be a decades long, a decade long. But then again, Lindsey Graham, after coming to the defense of the heathen, Donald Trump, after saying, I support you, Donald Trump, even though I'm going against everything I once said about you, I support you, Donald Trump. Donald Trump takes him to a rally. He allowed his people to boo him and then to put salt into the wound. He didn't come to the guy's defense. In fact, he really made it worse. He may even cost the guy at some point in time the election when somebody replays the print. I want you to check this part out and we'll take it on the other side. 
you need to help this man, Donald J. Trump. They're trying to drain him dry. He spent more money on lawyers than most people spend on campaigns. They're trying to bleed him dry. Donald J. Trump.com. Go tonight. Give the president some money to fight this bullshit. I'm sorry I'm so upset, but please help President Trump. If you can afford five or ten bucks, if you can't afford a dollar, fine. Just pray. Lindsey Graham, uh, there must be something that Donald Trump has on you. Because if you, with all the abuse that you've taken, this guy has given away your telephone number. This guy has insulted you in public. This guy recently, as last week, or maybe it was earlier this week, this guy have made a fool out of you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome United States Senator Lindsey Graham. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. You know, you can make mistakes on occasion. Even Lindsey down here, Senator Lindsey Graham. We love Senator Graham. We're going we're gonna to love him. We're going to love him. I know. It's half and half. But when I need some of those liberal votes, he's always there to help me get them, okay? We got some pretty liberal people, but he's good. He's, he's, he's there. He's there when you need him. He's there when you need him. I'm going to get him straightened up. And still, Lindsey Graham is right there. That is not the path to sycophancy. Well, that was the path to sycophancy, but the man is an ill, ill sycophant. Lindsey Graham, that is. We, I, I had to put that together today because I, I felt as I'm, as I'm jumping on my bike and watching Morning Joe, I was like, oh my God. Lindsey, one more embarrassment that you've had to face. Let me just put this little short, small montage together. I'm going to get him We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Great enough. Yep. We know. We know. You know what? It's so, you know, there, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that uh, Trump meant with that straightened up. You know that, right? You know that. Did you hear the last words? I am going to get him straight. See what I mean, Lady G? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That is sad. That, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't get that one initially, right? We'll get him straight. I didn't get it initially. But Trump was reminding him, remember, I know. Remember, I know. And maybe I have the goods. It is amazing. Anyhow, folks, um, how's it going? Let's, let, let's go back to you. Let's see what, what, what we have here. Egberto Willis, this is old. The first part of it was old. I was doing the, the pathway, my dear. Judge Daugherty's uh, memorandum ruling says Missouri versus Biden involves the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. 
In their attempts to suppress alleged disinformation, the federal government and particular defendants named here are alleged to have blatantly ignored the First Amendment. I think that's the thing. I think you're talking about the thing where uh, this judge told the Biden administration that they cannot talk to the Facebook or all these other social media companies. That has to go up the ladder. That has if that holds that is given carte blanche for the social media companies to deceive the American citizenry. That could never pass muster. Bridge MCP said, yes, old Trump found out he is gay. That is what happened, Lady G. Oh, you think so, huh? You think so? Okay, 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 okay. All right. AC Rodriguez says, if you, uh, if you know anyone that ever done drugs, you know they don't drop them. Similarly to falling and not spilling your beer. <laughs> AC, that's a good one. Now, let's see. Dowdy says, during COVID-19 pandemic period, best characterized by widespread doubt and uncertainty, U.S. government assume a role similar to Orwellian Ministry of Truth. Remember that? All right, let's see. Full docket. Uh, this is quite significant case, so pay attention. Okay, I'll look at it, but I think I'm talking about what you, I think you heard me say what I think that, that it is all about. Uh, Michael is like, Berto, you have to understand Republican politics. They are vicious to each other during the primary. But after a winner is chosen, everything is forgiven and forgotten. As they organize around their leader for, gen- for the general, they don't give a damn about hypocrisy of changing positions and allegiance. Uh, it's so f- funny because you remember Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz had his wife insulted by Donald Trump called ugly. He had his father accused of killing, uh, of um, being a Castro agent and killing Kennedy. All these things that Donald Trump has done to each one of these candidates. And they still don't just outright come out. Christie, even Christie worked for him for a time, right? You're right about that. Brother Davenport, Robert P. Davenport says, Eric Hayes is Lena Hidalgo, the sheriff. No, she is the um, county judge. Doesn't the sheriff or police chief run the local law enforcement agencies? Or perhaps you are titling after windmills again. Again, he doesn't, look, love Eric, but Eric has it all wrong as far as law enforcement, et cetera. Let me give a good example. Um, uh, BS in, BS out. Check this out. Last night was the 4th of July, or yesterday was the 4th of July. I live behind a bayou. And there's a little bridge that goes, a walking bridge, because for the walking paths, etc. a walking bridge that goes over the bayou. We have an army of kids, you know, probably 12 all the way up to 20 or so. They stand on that bridge and they have scores of fireworks of every type. One of the best fireworks in the country occurred in Houston, Texas, downtown. But Houston, in, the, in, the, in Houston County and Harris County, you cannot, Houston, you cannot legally fire fireworks. You can't use fireworks. My whole area was, the skies were lit up with fireworks. All these kids were playing with fireworks, you know? I heard, not, I saw not one kid get arrested. Not one kid was, you know, was talked to or say, don't do that. They never made an entry for these kids into the, into the bowels 
of the legal system. What's the penalty for uh, doing fireworks in Houston? I think it's a misdemeanor, $500 to $2,000 per firework that you have. Okay? $500 to $2,000 per firework. I would warrant that not one kid got called out here in Kingwood. I can also guarantee I don't have the numbers on it, but a lot of kids who went to jail last night were probably caught with fireworks and they just happened to be in the wrong neighborhood and of the wrong hue. They will have a record. They will have an entry into the criminal justice system. But my brothers and sisters, kids here in my town, they will be just all right. They will be just all right. Justice ain't blind. So why am I saying that? Because Eric Hayes, many times when he comes with his, 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 his monologues here about these different issues, and, I, I, and when we have our uh, talk, to, I mean, ask Egberto anything, I try to get some of this across to our, our brother here. But they will never, they will never, you know, all these people on bonds that you see on TV, they have a tendency to have a particular hue, but the bond issue is not a color issue. Most of the people getting bonds don't look like me. My friend of mine found out that when he got into a little bit of trouble and found out what the criminal justice system looked like for some who beat their wives, who shoots the, shoot their guns, and who do a lot of the things every other people go to jail for. Okay? So, Eric, I, I, I keep trying to get you to understand a few things. I keep getting you to try to learn a few things. But, you know, in the, in the long run, I think you will. In the long run, you will. All right, let's see. Uh, Eric Hayes. Now that, let's see. Michael Rodriguez says, Lady G, yep. Trump definitely had something we all already know on him. Yeah, but what Trump probably has is the goods. He probably has videos. You know, who knows what he has, right? Eric, he gets booed, huh, telling. Yeah, he gets booed by a lot of other sycophants, absolutely. Breed says, people here, after all, Trump has done will still vote for him. It's a shame. Michael Rodin says, I'm going to get him straightened up. Yep, we know what that means. Uh, what else have we got here? Michael Rodden says, Eric Hayes doesn't understand straightened up in context. Hint, conversion therapy doesn't, but it's all, it's still popular idea among conservatives, but it doesn't work. Uh, Hayes says, Lady Gaga, I'm not sure about that. But he says, Egberto Willis, you don't remember all the gays saying what he is, what his nickname is, and money he pays for silence? No, I don't remember that. The gay saying what he is. I don't remember when uh, gay folks came out and said it, but I could be wrong. Daniel Edo says, we could learn something about maintaining civil order and public morality from the people of Turkey. Mm, well, you know, Turkey. I have a friend in Turkey. Uh, she's, she, she's concerned about talking too often. Uh, Michael Wood says... Uh, from Eric Rudden and Eric Hayes. Oh, I read that one already directly. Lena runs the county. Yes, she does. The entire county. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, 
Your story has nothing to do with the 80-year-old getting punched and robbed. Um, it doesn't have to. Michael Rodney says, Daniel Edo, I guess you would see Turkey as a positive, but Turkey has your own minority group. They are trying to violently crush the Kurds. Authoritarian leadership always needs to find groups to kick down on. They are not a positive example. I thought he would have known that by now, but who knows? Robert Davenport says, Daniel Edo, have you been to Turkey? And I'm pretty sure you have, Davenport, haven't you? Because I think you're military, right? All right, Bruce Pollard says, white privilege. That's what we have here in Kingwood, Texas. A lot of kids do a lot of bad things here that other kids go to jail for in South Park, Studiwood, 3rd, 4th, 5th wards. Over here, they get a slap on the wrist or sent home. friend of mine uh, was at a McDonald's, a drunken kid, very drunk, bumped into his car. Uh, my friend is taking down the information from the, the guy. The police officers come because the guy didn't want to call a police officer. He wanted just to call his daddy. Police officers come. Police officer go to my friend and says, hey, this kid has a scholarship to the University of Texas. You don't want to have this on his record, do you? You don't want to file a charge against him, do you? And my friend he went to, I don't remember, I think my friend still went through with it, if I recall. But I know when my friend was talking to me, he said, you know, ex-person's kid, nobody had any mercy on them. They didn't do anything wrong. You know? So yeah, it happens and right here. Michael Rodney said, better to off topic, do you have anything to say about the Phyllis shooter and the right-wing bubble conspiracy theories around the shooter or uh, not a topic you want to discuss? Um... No, I don't care. This is your show. If you want to discuss that topic, I hadn't gone through the right-wing stuff. I'll be honest with you. I haven't been watching a lot of TV. I've been doing a lot of writing, and I try to stay away from that because it keeps my attention. But I think the guy, the mass shooter was a black guy, correct? I, I think the mass shooter was a black guy wearing... I, I tell you what, um, give us some info, some more info on it, um, Michael Rodnin. All right, let's continue. Um, Daniel Edo said, oh, SHIT, is your home, our house okay? Those kids have been playing or throwing the firebomb by throwing sparklers. No, no, no. They didn't, they didn't put a set of Roman candles in my, in my plant to shoot directly at my house. No, they didn't do that, so my house is okay. And by the way, Daniel, I hope you know fireworks are, in fact, explosives, right? You know that, right? But then again, I don't think you're I don't think you're an engineer, but it doesn't matter. You don't need to be an engineer to know that, right? Wait a minute. What am I saying? Come on, Lido. You know better than that. I'm just playing with you though. Vice News, the far right is already using the Philadelphia shooting to smear trans people. There's no evidence a suspect was trans, and he posted repeatedly about his pro-gun stance and his support for former President Donald Trump. A 40-year-old man is facing murder charges after he shot the victim on Independence Day. A Trump supporter. Doesn't surprise me at all. Gun Taurindu, thank you for the Vice info. I'll read it a little bit later in full. Bridge MCP said, Egberto Willis, New York. Only ground-based fireworks that emit showers of sparks. Handle wood sparklers. Party poopers and snappers are legal to buy and use in, in uh, New York. However, they are rampant. MBO's dynamite. 
from Memorial Day to Labor Day, like a war zone, all come from the South. But up in upstate New York, some locals and the fears, much quieter. Eric says, bad orange man syndrome here. Funny how he, he has real estate in the progressive minds. That's because he could be president again, Eric. Of course we are worried. He could be president again. He, he's occupying a little, little tiny space here in my mind. All right, let's see what else we got. E2247 says, fireworks here was insane starting last Thursday. We had eight weeks drought and 6.5 inches of rain in 18 hours. Did not break it as it all ran off surface as flood water. Yep. Daniel Leo says, replying to Eric Hayes, they hate knowing he will be reelected if nominated. I don't think so, but could be. He could. All right. The A, uh, Paul Fleming, the A is checking in from Atlanta, my dear brother. How are you doing? Uh, Michael Rodney says, there is the usual line that the law applies equally to everyone, but in reality, the law selectively chooses who the law applies to. Cops can pick and choose where they patrol and where they round up people. And in Kingwood, they just patrol to keep safety. When I did a piece on that uh, trans kid here in Kingwood, uh, until, until I tell you, I picked up that they couldn't get uh, one of the channels to come and do the story. I picked up the story. After I picked up the story, one of the channels finally got out there. And you know what else showed up? A police car in front of their home. It's a shame. But that's why your independent media pays, brothers and sisters. It pays. It pays to support what we do here. All right. E2247 says fireworks were falling on the houses, trees, lawns, grassy parts, and no popo in sight anywhere. Insanity. All right. Michael Rodden says Eric Hayes wants to know what the left wing are on about today. Okay. Justice Alito is trying to dismantle environmental protections for personal gain, the worst form of corruption that will cause harm to so many of our citizens. The independent Samuel Alito's wife leased land to an oil and gas firm while the justice fought for the fought the EPA. A deal made by Alito's wife with an energy company, energy company, paints recent Supreme Court decisions on the environment in damning light. Absolutely so. All right, Trump is likely to be indicted two more times in New York uh, for the financial crimes and Georgia, D.C. for fake elector scheme. Trump president again. Yep, he's going to preside from prison. That would be that would be fun, right? All right, let's see what else we got here. Robert Davinsor, Egberto, I own a home in Istanbul. My wife is Turkish. My oldest daughter and granddaughter live in Turkey. I have been there and have lots of family there. I am not ex-military, always a man of peace. Forgive me for misstating that. I, I know we have some veterans in here, but forgive me for misstating that, Senor Davenport. But, um, you know, I, I follow a, a young lady on, on, um, on TikTok who uh, lives in Turkey. Uh, pretty, pretty cool. All right. You know what I want to do? Uh, there is a TikTok by Robert Reich. I want to play that TikTok. I think I saved it as a as um, something that I liked here. I, I want to see if I can get to it because uh, it was it was boss what Robert Reich did. I'm going to see if I can get to it. So bear with me as we speak this stuff over here. 
if I can remember how to use this darn thing, I can then go to the, the ones that I like. I think it's called Save Robert Reich. That's not it. I need to go to tag. Ah, para ver, no lo puedo encontrar ahora. All right. Uh, I'm looking for it, guys. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. But it looks like I'm not going to find it. So let's go. I tell you what I'll go ahead and do right now. I'm going to go ahead and play uh, the next one from Pete Buttigieg where he scolded the media. And then we'll take it on the other side uh, because I want to see if I can find this other one. So let's go ahead and do this and take it on the other side. The president's economic successes hadn't been covered very well by the media. And as such, many of the people in the country are unaware of how much things have improved. And what that means is that the polls sort of reflect an economy that's not real. And of course, the Republicans jump on, on these fallacies. And as Pete Buttigieg pointed out, the good news is seldom covered by the mainstream media as they should. While the whatever bad news there is, they highlight these items. So what Pete Buttigieg did here was while he blamed Republicans for a lot of the negativity that they continue to infuse into society, he partially blames the media for falling for it and then pointing out what the Biden administration intends to do as far as being the carriers of the message since the fourth estate is doing such a poor job in doing that. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. You mentioned that you have been traveling around uh, talking about and, and helping to unveil projects that are coming up because of President Biden's bipartisan infrastructure law. This week, there we saw a poll that showed that 34 percent of Americans, that's it, just 34 percent of Americans approve of his handling of the economy. Seven in 10 say economic conditions are poor. Why is it that so many Americans don't seem to be feeling the benefit from Biden's economic policies that you're talking about? Well, look, we're seeing extraordinarily low unemployment, some of the most job creation under any president ever. Uh, we're seeing, by the way, with that also unusually high rates of job satisfaction. We've seen inflation falling. We've seen uh, manufacturing returning to the U.S. Now, obviously, a lot of effort and a lot of money goes into negativity to try to get people focusing on other things, like some of the things uh, that that uh, we're talking about in the culture wars that uh, certain uh, figures are bringing to the fore again and again, I think because they don't want to talk uh, about the economic work that they're doing. And they certainly don't want to talk, you know, if you're, we're talking about House and Senate Republicans, why they voted no on the infrastructure package, the majority of them, although we appreciate the Republicans who crossed over to work with us, uh, you know, most uh, uh, House and Senate Republicans and state legislative Republicans, they don't want to be dwelling on why they said no to $35 a month caps on insulin or any of the other issues that are really affecting people. The other thing I've noticed uh, in, in the, the way these things get uh, uh, digested in, in, in the public and in the media is when something is unambiguously good, 
it gets dramatically less attention. That's part of why we've been hitting the road to highlight the really good work that's going on, uh, work that's going on in terms of long-term infrastructure improvements, short-term uh, successes too, like the work that Governor Shapiro led in Pennsylvania with partnership from our department to get I-95 back up and running in record time after it was taken out uh, in a fiery and tragic crash. These are the kinds of problem solving that, uh, frankly, uh, there's some folks in, in Washington for sure who don't want to talk about that. They'd rather talk about other stuff. Our job is to make sure that Americans see the full picture. And that's exactly why you'll continue to see us not only hard at work in our offices, but out on the road, highlighting the actual problem solving and results that we're bringing to the American people. People Gitch nails it. I continue to say this guy, both in tonality and in fact, base data and in simply presentation, he's likely the best spokesperson for the administration. He knows what he's doing and he knows exactly how to turn the narrative to what it should be. Absolutely. So I think I found it. Uh, I, I think I found it. So let's go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and try to play this right now. I got to put it on another screen here. I think this is going to be it about Robert Wright and patriotism. I think everybody needs to listen to this one and then we'll take it on the other side. I hope it works out. There we go. All right. America. We love America. We love America. I have faith in America. I believe in America. I love our country. But they sure don't seem to like the American people. If you're not happy here then you can leave. They consistently oppose reforms that a majority of Americans believe would make their lives better, like raising the minimum wage, paid family leave, and student debt relief. And these supposedly America-loving Republicans also seem to hate American cities, which is where 80% of Americans live. Crime-infested rat holes. Disgusting. They're a disaster. I can't comprehend how people live there. So they must love rural America, right? Uh, not so much. Republicans have historically tried to block Medicaid expansion and cut its funding, which rural Americans have especially benefited from. They've sided with big ag over independent farmers, and they're continually trying to cut food stamps, which rural Americans depend on even more than those in cities. So maybe it's the land itself they love. I love this land. Except that while in office, Donald Trump ruled back more than 100 environmental regulations, making it easier to pollute America's air, water, and land. <laughs> opened about 2 million acres of federally protected and culturally significant land to oil drilling. So what's left? I know, the brave men and women who defend this country. Ah. I'm really grasping at straws here. Sadly, Republicans are increasingly rejecting America's core principles. They're attacking freedom of speech with book bans. The attempted banning of books here in America. They're attacking freedom of assembly with laws restricting protests. 
And they're rejecting the separation of church and state. We should be Christian nationalists. And I'm tired of this separation of church and state junk. Put on the full armor of God. Let's pray together, may we? Republicans are even shunning democracy itself, denying election results, passing laws that make it harder to vote, and kicking out legitimately elected lawmakers they disagree with. It's time to stop letting Republicans claim the mantle of patriotism without actually being patriots. Patriotism means loving freedom. The freedom to make your own health care choices. The freedom to choose who and how you love. Freedom of speech. Freedom of assembly. Freedom to unionize. We are still here and we will never quit. Patriotism also means wanting Americans to be free from the fear of gun violence and free from crushing student debt. Above all, patriotism involves strengthening our democracy. True patriots don't put loyalty to their political party above their love of America. True patriots don't support an attempted coup. Now is the time for the rest of us to reclaim patriotism and affirm its true meaning. I can't tell you how much I love that piece when it popped up in my feed today. Daniel Ledo says, sorry, Egberto, Robert Reich does propaganda better than you. You are learning, though. <laughs> I would hope so. He has a staff. I don't. He has a whole, you see, you, I let it play it to the end. You see all the people that put all of that stuff together? You see all of that? He has a full staff of biographers, researchers, everything. You guys get all of this. One person. That's all I want to say. One person, okay? Right? Everything. So, again. Uh, and by the way, Michael Rudden is right. You see what Robert Reich is talking about here? It's all about an issue-based agenda uh, for tangible... Uh, for what did he say? For tangible... Part of it. For tangible... Improve, to tangibly improve people's lives. That's a progressive viewpoint. And our brother Rudnin hits the nail on hits the nail on the head. That's what it's all about. You know, that is what it's all about. Anyway, 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 anyway. Yes, Breeze, that was awesome. You know, it it you know, you know how you know it was awesome that you got a notion out of uh Daniel Ledo because it's like, oh man, that's good. That's good. What Robert Rice said is good. It can't be true, it's propaganda, it's propaganda. But you can't say one thing that he got wrong. Not one thing can you say that Robert Reich got wrong. Robert Reich is one of my heroes. I, I, I hate that President uh, Clinton didn't treat him as well as he should. This guy, uh, but you win some and you lose some. Daniel Ledo says, LOL, only a radical doesn't understand when they're being mocked. Hmm. Actually, though, we all know that you tried, that you think you're mocking us. You do. You really think so. But remember, words coming out of good people like you are generally nothing more than projection. Generally, nothing more than projection. 
And I think we've, we've enumerated the list of projections by Republicans. And I think that is exactly what Robert Reich just did as well. It's a project. It's amazing how projective our brothers and sisters on the right is. Right? Amazing. Anyhow, we got another video for you. This one here is how, um, how our guy, Buttigieg, knows how to flip the script. I'm so, I love this guy. I love Buttigieg. I think Buttigieg is one of the best spokespeople for the Biden administration. Not that I'm a fan of Biden, but it's all that we got. But he highlights his good points very well. Let's listen to Buttigieg talk about how he flipped the script here, and then we'll take it on the other side. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is one of the best communicators, as we say over and over again in the Biden administration. He changed the narrative uh, as Dana Bash asked him about the Supreme Court rulings. Justifiably so. He went ahead and made it clear that these judgments were sort of phony, created simply to get a ruling. But most importantly, he made it clear that while the Biden administration has been trying to take care of policies that help the American people, there was the Republicans trying to pass laws that made absolutely no sense, that actually helped no one, that made lives worse for people while the, the administration proper is trying to enhance their livelihoods, enhance their well-being. Check out how we change that narrative very smoothly with Dana Bash. Here with me now is Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Mr. Mr. Secretary, thank you so much for joining me this morning. The Supreme Court ruled, as you know, that a Christian web designer is not required to make websites celebrating same-sex weddings due to her religious objections. Uh, Justice Neil Gorsuch argued that if the court had ruled the other way, then, quote, Governments could force an unwilling Muslim movie director to make a film with a Zionist message. They could compel an atheist muralist to accept a commission celebrating evangelical zeal. And they could require a gay website designer to create websites for a group advocating against same-sex marriage. Is there any merit to that argument? No, there isn't. And I think it's very revealing that there's no evidence that this web designer was ever even approached by anyone asking uh, for a website for a same-sex wedding. Matter of fact, it appears this web designer only went into the wedding business for the purpose of, of provoking a case like this. And in that sense, I think there's something in common between this Supreme Court ruling and what we're seeing happening in state legislatures across the country, which is kind of a solution looking for a problem. Uh, in other words, uh, sending these kinds of things to the courts and sending these kinds of things to state legislatures for the clear purpose of chipping away at the equality and the rights that have so recently been won in the LGBTQ plus community. And when they're doing that, it's at the expense of so many other issues that uh, Americans are asking for relief and support on the kinds of economic issues that President Biden was emphasizing in his Bidenomics address about how we keep unemployment so low, uh, how we continue lowering costs for American families. Uh, you know, the, the fact that this was relief from a situation that may have never happened in the in the first place, tells you everything you need to know about this agenda to use every instrument of government, courts and legislatures to claw back at these rights for people who are just trying to go about their lives and just trying to be treated equally by businesses and by the government. 
I wish more progressives and Democrats could take Pete Buttigieg's way of turning the questions that are asked to him, because too often the reporters grab on to the Republican line simply because, again, they generally like the confrontational uh, stack, the, the way one would, would handle these things confrontationally. But Buttigieg is a master of flipping the question and using the time that he has, the time that's been given to him to put out exactly the narrative. In other words, counter what they're saying, but that can be done quickly and then put out there the real issues that the American people should be concerned about. We Absolutely. spend a lot of time deconstructing oh. the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where, uh, wow, I had a problem getting that switch to work. Okay, uh, here's the deal. Uh, I don't I don't take to the trolling, but I want to show you what what uh, uh, I, I want to show you how discombobulated some people's minds can get. Right. Um, Daniel Ledoa, and I want, I do want to answer this one here because it's, it just shows you that uh, many, many people on the right, they just pick answers out of, they pick answers out of a, of a list of things. Your gaslighting, your, you're not given specifics and all of that. And all those things turn out to be what they do. Here's what Daniel Brother Ledo says. This is what he says. I want you to listen. He says, the right piece Egberto loves does not provide one specific gaslight and it's based on assumptions this is pure propaganda unfortunately Egberto seems to not know anything about propaganda or know and is okay with spreading propaganda I am going with the former all right here's the deal that's a lie what you just said he specifically told you very specific things uh the, the the Republicans claim to like the rural areas and they support the rural areas. That's what they say. And, but they don't support, here's a specific, they don't support the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act and thus they're causing hospitals in rural areas to close. What's specific there? Support the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, which is already in place a specific and those hosp- we would get hospitals to take care of people in rural areas. You want another specific? Go ahead and give people the ability to live. Create gun laws that give people the option to live. That's a specific. We already have laws written that cannot even make it to come into the Senate. That is specific. He gave specific about student loans. Pay, the, uh, go ahead. And I mean, everything that this guy said was specific. Everything that the right says is generally, well, let's not do this. Let's not do that. How does that help the fellow person? And in that light, I want you to listen to the last Pete Buttigieg piece because Pete Buttigieg does a great thing and shows how evil uh, when we talk about the the type of politics, the I, the, the type of politics that um, that DeSantis is using and others, uh, what do you call it? The, the politics of fear, etc. Check this out. Culture, the culture politics. Check this out. 
I want you to listen to this. Let me get to the right part here. There we go. And we'll take it on the other side. Dana Bash showed Pete Buttigieg a commercial, sort of an anti-trans, anti-gay commercial that uh, that DeSantis put out there to really tackle Trump. Somehow Trump was on the side of the gays. So you know what that means. Uh, the, the, these guys to see who can be the meanest person, who can be the most evil person, who can be that person that will do the most damage to those gays, those trans, right? So he has this this new ad that he's trying to insult Trump. And within the ad, he's showing his macho, DeSantis is, by being around oily, macho guys with, uh, with, with abs and that sort of stuff. And Pete Buttigieg made him pay for it. Pete Buttigieg pretty much said, look at what he has to do to try to assert his manhood. And immediately thereafter, Buttigieg did what he always does. And that is change the message to what is appropriate. While they are getting up to see how much hurt they can put on different people, how much hate they can put out there, we are busy. The Biden administration, as he's he's talking about, they are busy trying to solve problems, how to make everybody's lives better, how to make it more acceptable for them to exist right. Check out how he does it. We'll take it on the other side. Mr. Secretary, Ron DeSantis's campaign tweeted a video attacking President Trump for his past support for LGBTQ Americans, touted DeSantis's own record of restricting their rights. I want you to look and listen to just part of that long video. Uh, I cannot think of anything more horrifying. It really has shut down. Just produced some of the harshest, most draconian laws that literally threaten trans existence. What's your reaction to that video? You know, I'm going to choose my words carefully, partly because I'm appearing as secretary, so I I can't talk about campaigns. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to leave aside the strangeness of trying to prove your manhood by putting up a video that splices images of you in between oiled up shirtless bodybuilders and just get to the bigger issue that that is on my mind whenever I see this stuff in, in the policy space, which is, again, who are you trying to help? Who are you trying to make better off? And what public policy problems do you get up in the morning thinking about how to solve? You know, we're focused as an administration on how to get things done to make people better off. I spent my week traveling around the country to places that are benefiting from infrastructure funding. We were in Appalachia in an eastern Kentucky community that's been wiped out by floods repeatedly. And we're bringing them highway funding that's going to help them not only improve the road, but also improve the dam and protect them from floods in the future. A few weeks ago, we were in North Dakota where there's a railroad crossing that was a community headache for decades. And thanks to President Biden's bipartisan infrastructure funds, we, we finally have the, the resources to do something about it. And we're going to make that uh, uh, better and have it not be a problem holding back first responders. These are the kinds of problems that most of us got into government, politics and public service in order to work on. And, and I just don't understand the mentality of somebody who gets up in the morning thinking that he's going to 
prove his worth by competing over who can make life hardest for a hard hit community that is already so vulnerable in America. Pete Buttigieg, once again, every question that this guy got, Transportation Secretary Buttigieg, every single question, he turned it to show in a contrasting manner what the Biden administration is actually working on compared to what these guys are interested in, which is bashing the gays, taking away women's rights, taking away affirmative action, taking away things, taking away things that were hard fought for. And he's saying, "Uh uh-uh, that's not what we are into. We're into ultimately making the lives better for every American citizen. We spend a lot of of time time deconstructing. Absolutely so. And there comes a good meme from Brother Rodnan. Michael Brooks, Majority Report. Conservative comedy is basically you say the truth and then laugh about how you don't care about it. Love it. Love it. Anyhow, we're coming close to the end of the program. I hope you enjoyed what we had to offer today. I must say I'm starting effective today to prepare all to start staging my trip to uh, Chicago. I'm, I got to re- I got to build everything out here and um, I got to build everything out here in my studio to mimic what it's going to look like in on the grounds at, at um, the Chicago Convention Center. So I'll be doing that after I get off the show today. And uh, so we have quite a bit of work to do. To prepare for that trip, make sure that the luggage and everything can fit in the right dimensions. All the banners have to be placed up. All the equipment have to be tested. And I got some microphones I got to get to. So a lot of work to do to prepare. I want to remind all my good people out there that uh, we are still trying to raise the funds to pay off for this trip. Um, I had to restart it because we ran out of days. So um, you'll, you'll see that it's, it's real low right now. I want to thank all of those who've given so far. Some have given uh, beyond, uh, some have given outside of PayPal. I had a couple of folks that said, I'm not going to use PayPal because I know that they charge a fee and they went ahead and did the ACH. ACH can always be done through, uh, in, in, uh, through our support thing. By the way, let me go ahead and um, hold up. Let me first pull up my donation link here. Uh, remember, first of all, to support the program, uh, I'm not talking about the Chicago support. I'm talking for the general support of the program. Please go to politicsdoneright.com slash support. Politicsdoneright.com slash support. That is how you get to, that is how you can provide support for this show on, a, on an ongoing uh, basis. Secondly, uh, if you want to support our, uh, our Netroots Nation trip, Go ahead and go to politicsdoneright.com slash NN23. Politicsdoneright.com slash NN23. Uh, what do you mean by uh, Bruce has gear? You got to let me know what that means, my dear brother. Uh, so there we go. Uh, Twitter is dying. Yeah, there are some other things that are coming to replace it, like threads from Facebook. Actually, threads from, they don't call it Facebook anymore, right? Threads from, who's, it, who's the uh, parent company of uh, Facebook now. You know what it's called. Anyway, 
So, folks, please go to politicsandright.com slash NN3 if you want to support uh, support our endeavor. And uh, we list all the benefits you get. All donors will have their names uh, on Less Anonymous listed in the credit section of every video interview we do. And it'll be shown on Meta. That's right. It'll be shown on uh, on YouTube and on wherever wherever the videos are shown. Uh, donors of $100 or more, they will get to create their own searchable website on, on politicsunright.com. Of course, I got to approve it to make sure it doesn't fall, have any copyright or anything like that. Uh, also, uh, $200 donors will get an embroidered T-shirt. I'm, I, you know, I have to wait to know how many I'm going to make to add to the, to the pool. And they get everything everybody else gets. And everybody who gives as well will get a copy of uh, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relative Friends and Neighbors, along with a bumper sticker, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Check, out, check it out. Go to politicsandright.com slash NN23. We could not do this possibly without you. We cannot do it without you. So become a sustainer of Politics Then Right if you can. And also support our trip to Chicago, if you can, where we are going to be interviewing tons and tons of people and have a lot of material for you. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.